tonight, the Philippine government on the lookout for three novel coronavirus strains that might enter the country. Philippine police urged by suspects in the death of flight attendant Christine Dacera to also question several other men who partied with them hours before she died. U.S. President Trump finally recognizes the election victory of President-elect Joe Biden and promises an orderly transition. And Islamic cleric Abu Bakr Bashir, the suspected mastermind of the 2002 Bali bombings, is released from an Indonesian prison. Tony Velasquez. On our broadcast tonight, Philippine health authorities are now monitoring whether not just one, but two more mutations of the novel coronavirus have slipped into the country. Meanwhile, a Russian drug maker seeks emergency use approval for its COVID-19 vaccine in the Philippines. Christine Sabilio has tonight's top story. Russia's Gamalaya Institute has filed its application for emergency use authorization or EUA in the Philippines. The Philippine Food and Drug Administration aims to decide on Pfizer's EUA by next week. But while there is still no approved vaccine in the country, clinical trials such as that of the World Health Organization are being organized. Nagbago po yung plano ng WHO. 15,000 na po ang participants at uh, nakahingi po tayo ng additional funding na 384.4 million para po magawa natin yung pang 15,000. For now, there is still no final list of vaccines included in the trial or when it will start. But the Philippine General Hospital and other participating facilities are already prepared. The science department is now urging Filipinos to volunteer, especially since 100 countries are participating. Ang hiling po namin, sana po yung mga lugar kung saan gaganapin itong WHO Solidarity Trial, sana po mag-participate at mag-volunteer po ang ating mga kababayan dito sa Solidarity Trial. Officials assured the public that vaccines with adverse side effects won't be allowed to enter the country. Meanwhile, authorities are working hard to monitor if new variants, not only that from the United Kingdom, have already entered the country. Sa ngayon, meron na tayong tatlong variant na binabantayan. Ito po yung sa UK na type na variant. Ito po yung sa South Africa na variant. And then there was this identified variant then dito naman sa Malaysia. We're getting samples no, from the different regions, specifically in Mindanao, in Visayas, because we would like to see if in these areas meron din po tayo makita. Ang sabi nga sa Philippine Genome Center, maganda sana kung nakaka-700 man lang sana kami ng mga samples. At as of now, 350 pa lang ang nakukuha nilang samples. The UK variant is said to be more transmissible while the others are being studied in case they affect the efficacy of the vaccines in development. Additional funding was already given to the Philippine Genome Center. Also being processed for gene sequencing are the samples from the contacts of a Filipino worker who came from Cagayan Valley region 
traveled to Manila and flew to Hong Kong where she tested positive for the new variant. Napuntahan na po ito mga naging close contacts, nakuha na na po ng swab for RT-PCR and uh, ito pong specimen din para sa uh, genome sequencing ay nagawa na. They are currently quarantined and being monitored ito pong mga close contacts sa Solano, Cagayan. The World Health Organization in the Philippines meanwhile has this advice on how to control the spread of the new strain. The secret would be to strengthen the uh, discipline in the implementation of all the measures that we have been implementing right from the beginning of mm. last year while also uh, strengthening our surveillance and quarantine mechanisms at the ports of entry uh, to minimize uh, possible entry on a large scale. Christine Sabilio, ABS-CBN News. China's Clover Biopharmaceuticals is given the green light by the Philippine Food and Drug Administration to hold clinical trials for its COVID-19 vaccine. Clover is now the second COVID vaccine developer after the Janssen unit of Johnson & Johnson to be approved for clinical trials in the Philippines. Philippine Constitution expert Christian Monsod opposes a push by House lawmakers to relax foreign investment limits imposed by the 1987 charter that he helped draft. An economic provision in the Constitution requires corporations in the Philippines to be 60% Filipino-owned. Monsod says any amendment to expand foreign ownership of corporations may only lead to more corruption. It's not really constitutional. Ang problema, what are the factors for investment? Number one, adequate infrastructure. Number two, skill levels or human capital. Number three, quality of the general regulatory framework. Graft and corruption, criminality, and political instability. House Deputy Speaker Rufus Rodriguez insists their charter change deliberations will not include any political amendments. He gave this assurance amid allegations that President Duterte instructed his House allies to pass amendments for term extensions and the scrapping of the 2022 national elections. We are going to follow the speaker in making sure that only economic amendments will be discussed both in the committee and in the plenary. And we are going to not to approve any other amendments that will be proposed. The opposition rejects charter change talks as a waste of time while the country grapples with the impact of the pandemic. Several suspects in the death of Philippine flight attendant Christine Dacera are urging police to also interrogate other persons who partied with her on the night before she died. The suspects also ask that bounties placed on their heads be withdrawn by the two lawmakers who offered them. Details in this report. Respondents in the death of flight attendant Christine Dacera continue to assert there was no foul play in the incident. But on Thursday, one of them, Romel Galido, revealed that Sarah suspected that someone spiked her drink. Sabi niya, um, sis, uh, parang uh, I feel something parang naiiba yung pakiramdam ko. Um, I think merong nag, ano daw, parang I think ha, nag, naglagay sa drink niya, sabi niya sa akin. Then sabi ko, who? And then sabi niya, I think Mark, gumanon siya sa akin, I think Mark. Then sabi ko lang sa kanya, um, GAGA, um, kung ano nung pinag-iisip mo, sabi ko, ayun ko sa'yo. Sino itong Mark na ito, please? Mark Anthony Rosales. Kasama ba ito doon sa labing isang kasama niyo kinasuha? Yes po. 
Galido, who is Christine's closest friend, says there were seven or eight men partying in the other room but cannot identify them. They urged the PNP to also interrogate the men in room 2207. Wala kaming um, specific or exact a number of people na maalala kasi hindi namin sila like binilang or ano. Kasi hindi kami interested na magtumagal or makipagbond talaga sa kanila kasi no. we have our own party. There were several men at 2207 whose identity my clients cannot uh, doesn't uh, do, do not know, no. So uh it would be very, very crucial to the investigation that these other uh, men also be, be questioned. The Sarah's friends believe no rape happened, but whether the Sarah's drink was spiked or not, they can't say for sure because Christine kept going to room 2207. <laughs> Uh-oh. And then yun, as a friend kami, ina-assist namin siya. Uh, what do you need? Uh-oh. Water? Water? Anong gusto mo? Do you believe she was raped? No. no. Okay, but if I were in court, I'd ask you, how would you know when there are also people in the other room? You were not there the whole time. When we transferred her over our room, um, we took care of her. She just kept on vomiting. If she was okay. raped, she would have let us know what happened to her. Sasabihin niya po yun. For sure, kung meron mang ginawa ang kabila, sasabihin niya sa akin. They also urged Senator Manny Pacquiao and Act CIS Party List Representative Eric Yap to withdraw the bounty they offered as these have put their lives and security at risk. There's no need now for the bounty because... Uh, there's already uh, a case uh, that's uh, or a complaint with the, pros- the prosecutor's office of Makati. But Congressman Yap sees no need to recall the bounty, saying the suspects have since turned themselves in. Senator Pacquiao, for his part, says the bounty stays to make sure those implicated in Dacera's death will come forward and shed light on the case. The Dacera family has filed a formal complaint against the medical legal officer who conducted the autopsy on Dacera's body. NCRPO Chief Brigadier General Vicente Danau Jr. explained the medical legal officer told him the body was immediately embalmed as part of COVID-19 protocols. We believe that uh, he's guilty of gross negligence and gross incompetence. Uh, we have uh, preliminary information that he has been recalled to Camp Krame. Meanwhile, Justice Secretary Minardo Guevara officially orders the National Bureau of Investigation to conduct its own probe on Dacera's death. The Makati Hotel that's being investigated in connection with Christine Dacera's death denies it violated COVID-19 guidelines by allowing the flight attendant and her friends to hold a New Year's Eve party there. The City Garden Grand Hotel gave this response to a show-cause order issued to it by the Tourism Department. It claims the people involved in the controversy were considered as guests, whom the hotel management can accept within its premises. The hotel was earlier ordered to explain why it accepted a leisure booking by Dacera and her companions, despite it being restricted for use as a quarantine facility. We have to establish the booking dates the history of the booking because it appears so that this particular booking was only made uh, for this particular purpose which is the new year's eve uh, celebration of the group and this is also manifested and corroborated by um, the persons involved
Tourism officials expect to issue a resolution on the case by next week. The hotel's accreditation may be suspended for six months if proven guilty of violating COVID-19 guidelines. U.S. President Trump finally recognizes the victory of President-elect Joe Biden. More of Trump's officials are leaving his administration a day after his fiery remarks provoked his supporters into storming Capitol Hill. Our North America Bureau Chief T.J. Manotto gives us the details. All Americans, I am U.S. President Donald Trump for the first time acknowledged President-elect Joe Biden's victory in the November polls and guaranteed a new administration will be sworn in on January 20th. My focus now turns to ensuring a smooth, orderly, and seamless transition of power. This moment calls for healing and reconciliation. 2020 has been a challenging time for our people and to all of my wonderful supporters, I know you are disappointed, but I also want you to know that our incredible journey is only just beginning. Trump also condemned the violence in Capitol Hill, which critics say was his fault. America is and must always be a nation of law and order. The demonstrators who infiltrated the Capitol have defiled the seat of American democracy. To those who engaged in the acts of violence and destruction, you do not represent our country. And to those who broke the law, you will pay. A White House source told Reuters the promise was partly intended to head off further resignations. The most high-profile departure so far, Transport and Education Secretaries Elaine Chao and Betsy DeVos, who both cited the mob attack for their resignation. For Biden, Wednesday's riots are considered an act of domestic terror. But we... What we witnessed yesterday was not dissent, it was not disorder, it was not protest, it was chaos. They weren't protesters. Don't dare call them protesters. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi also calling on for an investigation on the major lapses in Capitol Police's efforts to defend the Capitol from the riotous mob. Capitol Police Chief and House Sergeant Arms both resigning today. Washington, D.C. police have made more than 80 arrests. They also admit one policeman has died due to the injuries suffered in the riots. The perimeter of the Capitol now surrounded by a non-scalable seven-foot wall to augment security. There are 13 days to go in the Donald Trump presidency, and everyone is bracing and hoping for no more surprises nor controversies so that the nation can now move on and have a peaceful transition of power and at least respect or celebrate the inauguration of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. T.J. Manotok, ABS-CBN News, San Francisco, California. Indonesia releases from prison Abu Bakar Bashir, the radical cleric linked to Indonesia's worst terror attack in 2002. But Bashir will be placed under a program that aims to significantly lessen his influence on extremist circles. More in this report. He was the accused mastermind behind the Bali bombings. Attacks that struck several nightclubs in the Bar district of Kuta in 2002, killing 202 people, including 88 Australians. And on Friday, Islamic cleric Abu Bakar Bashir was released from prison in Indonesia's West Java province after he served 10 years in prison. He was imprisoned in 2011 for 15 years for his links to a militant training camp, but his jail term was reduced. Australian Prime Minister Scott Morrison said Bashir's release is distressing to victims' families. 
but added that Australia has to respect Indonesia's justice system. I still remember that day very vividly, like I'm sure many Australians do. It, it, it's hard and it's gut-wrenching, having spent time with the families of those victims of that terrible bombing. Um, we have always called for those who are involved um, to face tougher, proportionate and just sentences in these cases. 82-year-old Bashir is regarded as the spiritual leader of Jamaa Islamiyah, a jihadist network with ties to al-Qaeda. The Bali bombings were the single worst attack on Australian citizens from an act of terror. Many of them were on holiday at the island's popular beach resorts. Although Indonesian police and Western intelligence agencies say he was involved with a deadly bombing a year later at Jakarta's Marriott Hotel, he was never convicted for those attacks and denied those ties. While in jail, he also pledged allegiance to the Islamic State. Other extremist groups have since formed in the world's biggest Muslim-majority country. And Bashir's son told Reuters ahead of his father's release he would return to al-Mukman, an Islamic boarding school founded by Bashir, whose graduates have been linked to militant networks. Authorities said Bashir would enter a program for de-radicalization. Our final word tonight is a quote from Niccolo Machiavelli. Always assume incompetence before looking for conspiracy. And that is The World Tonight, the 8th of January, 2021. I'm Tony Velasquez from the Philippines. Thank you. Mabuhay.